You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hi, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Oh, hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope everyone's doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. We're going to discuss immigration, specifically when it comes to Ron DeSantis. Mm, Oh, he's sending migrants to a place that's worse than hell. (laughs) It's Martha's Vineyard. Massachusetts. (laughs) Absolutely. And of course, Martha's Vineyard is full of shallow graves. We'll discuss what's going on with immigration in this country as these individuals who are, again, are the most um, downtrodden of our society Mm -hmm. being used Mm -hmm. for political ping pongs in this Mm. disgusting culture war that we are all living. We are going to get into it. We have a lot of sound. The amount of government manipulation that these Mm. people had to deal with, obviously already with a language barrier, wanting to believe that perhaps the government might have their best interest in mind. Little did they know that they were again pawns in a much larger political game as Ron DeSantis continues to get his face in the national public eye because Mm. he thinks this is going to help him win potentially Mm. in 2024. We're also going to discuss a little bit of what we discussed yesterday when it comes to Visa and MasterCard and American Express right now, Mm. because I was thinking about this. Visa, MasterCard, American Express, when they talked about sharing data for people who purchase guns, Mm -hmm. if they really cared, I realized they could just say you can't buy guns with their cards. Right, like they do with marijuana and other products. So anyway, there's that. (laughs) Also, I got a DM from an individual regarding Lindsey Graham and his proposed 15-week abortion ban. Uh, Now, mm. this person, uh, they were coming from, you know, a good place. They were Canadian. So they're always coming from a good place. Hey there, holder. Sometimes wrong (laughs) but mentioning how they almost thought this was a protection and the fact is it's not a protection so you could perhaps flip that or maybe that's one of the narratives that's being confused out there by some people oh Uh, this isn't about protecting abortion within the 15 week period this is about a ban Mm -hmm. that's what this is so i just want to make sure that people understand this isn't um something that he is doing in order to preserve the in order to limit states who want to have perhaps a zero day abortion right. contra or at uh, conception abortion ban, this is a very very strict abortion ban right. with no 
consideration whatsoever. Again, for women, it's forced birth, not to mention it will continue to keep people in poverty. You look at people, a uh, man, mm-hmm. they come after your ass, dude. Oh, yeah. They'll garnish your 18 wages. years, bro. Absolutely. So years. this is not just about women. It's also about men. And uh, Fernando, you made a great point on the last episode. Thank you, Ben. We always have the caveat of rape or incest. That, why even that? Why? This is it's about choice. Yeah. This, is a, this is about a person's body autonomy. So I just wanted to clear up both of those things because I never thought from the perspective of someone who's like, well, maybe that's a pretty liberal idea. <laughs> because uh, it's simply no. not. And that's what so he's just doing. To, just to clear that up a little bit. Also, Marco Rubio. Oh. He's mm. taking his fancy shoes and he's putting them right by Lindsey Graham's. Oh. And he says, I support <laughs> Lindsey Graham's oh. abortion ban after 15 weeks on the mm. federal level. Of course, Marco had a pretty intense primary uh, against a Republican who wanted to outflank him on the right. psycho side. He was able <laughs> to hold on and win. So we'll see what goes on in the general. But before all of the discussions that we must have on immigration. I want to talk about unions. Mm -hmm. These things all go hand in hand. Workers' rights, immigrants, as we talked about on the last episode, on many episodes before, immigrants are the backbone of this country. They make this country run. My father, a truck driver for 25 years, a German immigrant, still not a citizen. If my mother leaves him, he's gone. And I tell her all the time. I said, Mom, you can hold that over his head always. I'll marry him, Ben. He can stay. My father already has two gay sons, and there is some speculation he might be gay himself. But we'll see what happens. That would be a modern family. (laughs) That would be weird. God, that would be strange. I'm fine with a dad. Oh, my God. I I can't wait for this sitcom. Meet the Kissels. (laughs) I try to introduce you to my culture, try to teach you how to cook. (laughs) Dad, I don't understand it. I don't want to go fishing today, Dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just want to be the wanky neighbor, please. That's all. You are. You are. Anyway, labor unions are seen the strongest support since 1965. Oh, hell yeah. 68% of people in this country approve of labor unions, 90% of Democrats, and 47% of Republicans. It's almost half. It is almost half. Labor union membership remains steady at 9% of U.S. adults. 68% of Americans approve of labor unions because... Of the conditions we're all seeing. Mm -hmm. We're seeing Mm -hmm. more work, less pay, more jobs, less um, benefits. Right. People are just a number. If you get fired on Friday or if you quit on Friday, they'll replace your ass on Monday. Mm -hmm. We've seen CEOs all over the country tout that a bad economy is good for business (sighs) because then workers are going to be so desperate for jobs. They'll be willing to work more for less. It's late stage crony corrupt capitalism at its worst. And I think that is why we are seeing such a support for unions in this country. We go on the road all the time with last podcast on the left. And I'm proud when I see someone with IATSE union workers, Mm. they have breaks, they get treated with dignity. Yeah, we have to wrap the show to Title 11 because they have to get back to their cigars and alcohol. They got a home. And you know what? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah. They need to go home. Right. And I have no problem with um, not doing a sound check exactly when I want to because the union guys right. are on their mandated breaks. It's fine. And women, of course, it's fine. And the only reason that this is happening to anyone who's complaining is because corporations have treated people like dog shit. Right. 
And we realize the only way to stand up to them is to be together, be strong, and vocalize as a strong majority Mm -hmm. that we're not going to be held, um, we're not going to be treated like dog shit by a minority. Absolutely. And it's disgusting that these corporate overlords, of course, as we talked about in the last episode, working hand in hand with the United States government, continue to abuse our workers. And then also you have the Ted Cruz's of the world who demean people who work at Starbucks, who then complain Mm. that they have student loan debts that they can't pay off. They make fun of waiters. They make fun of baristas. They demonize all of these people. And Mm. then they demonize all the restaurants for having service that's not very Uh. good. What is it going to lead to? Automation is one thing. As you look at these, you drive by these McDonald's nowadays, most of these, not most, but many of the McDonald's don't even have people working inside any longer. Right, right. They just have the key. It's a skeleton crew and it's a drive through McDonald's only. It just sits empty inside and it's a ghost town. You drive through some of these towns in America. That's the job. You know, when we were growing up, remember, people would be like, you don't want to be a burger flipper all day. There's nothing wrong with being a burger flipper all day, by the way. I hear there's a demand for meat, (laughs) (laughs) but that is the job. I I don't I don't want to I don't want to detract too much from the point, but the automation isn't the problem. It's how we treat our labor force, because Mm -hmm. if we if we provided these people with housing and, and, and not necessarily universal basic income, but food and housing, then it wouldn't be an issue that they don't have jobs. But in in the way the world and especially our corporate capitalist America works, if you don't have a job, you don't get a home and you don't get food, which yeah. is ridiculous. And of mm-hmm. course, when it comes to food, we have an excess of it. As a matter of fact, we throw away more food in this country than any other country yes. in the world. <laughs> and there are some products, one I saw on Shark Tank, which takes battered up foods that are still good for you, but look a little ugly. And they make them into, <laughs> they make them into froze. <laughs> like a, mm. like a, a yogurt? Yeah, like a yogurt. Oh, that's good. That's good pretty nice but you're right Right. so what are you gonna do unionize we have the only thing you Mm -hmm. can do this is why i'm supporting people like john fetterman i have never been more pro-union in my life um as a matter of fact i didn't really understand the full need for them and in some ways i also understand again corruption anywhere is bad absolutely anytime there's a a power structure that is created whether it be a union or a corporation there's potential for corruption sure what is going on right now isn't working. So something's got to change. The level of corruption that we're seeing at the corporate corruption is a whole other ball game compared to a few union guys who are trying to, you know, get line their pockets a little bit. It's mm-hmm. very different. Yeah. And wh- why is it allowed? And, and Travis, just one second, but why is it allowed to happen? Because I want you to speak on this. You sent a great clip from Democracy Now! discussing the one fifth of politicians who altered their stocks based upon legislation that they pass Mm -hmm. because they know for a fact the legislation they pass is going to conflict with the stock that they hold. Not in a positive sense, Mm -hmm. in a negative sense. It reminds me of Michael Bloomberg out there in New York City. They originally banned Uber. Hmm. Next thing you know, Bloomberg puts $300 million into Uber, (laughs) shuffles around his finances a little bit. Uber is allowed to come in, which I'm fine Mm. with, However, the taxi union did get screwed over, right. and that's why we legitimately saw million-dollar badges, which is the taxi you know symbol, which mm-hmm. you have to pay a lot of money for, such as a million dollars, go down to being worth $10,000, which led to people jumping off of bridges, wow. no exaggeration. But Travis, can you speak on that a little bit? 
corporate well, not so political much about corruption. jumping off bridges. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. We're not spelunkers. A... We're not a spelunking people. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes, I've avoided jumping off bridges for most of my life. Um, <laughs> Jeff but Bridges. I will say, yeah, only I, I'm a big fan of Lloyd Bridges and Jeff Bridges. Bo oh. Bridges, mm, he's another can of worms, but that's okay. another story for another day. Um, I do uh, appreciate all the comments so far in terms of uh, unionizing and and power structures. I mean, again, you you do think about the old days of corrupt unions. You think of your Jimmy Hoffa's was probably right. the worst extent of it. But that's because the power structures have changed. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the power has transferred to those corporate overlords, those oligarchs. They are making up to 300 times as much as their lowest paid workers. So we already know that that paradigm has shifted since just the 70s. I mean, even back then, CEOs were maybe making 30 on average, 30 times as much as their average worker. So obviously that has all shifted, especially during the Reagan era in the 80s when uh, corporate power, again, you want to talk about busting up unions, Reagan was known for busting up the uh, the um, the flight controllers yes. union. That was a big deal. And that was That's a message right. to all other unions. I mean, the 80s kind of symbolized that shift of to corporate power over unions. And if you didn't like it, well, guess what? We're just going to shut down the factory mm-hmm. and move it overseas, which was done through, you guessed it, legislation passed by politicians who also benefited. And to your uh, your point there, uh, yes, absolutely. They have now been finding it's not just Nancy Pelosi, everybody. And right. it's not just your your Richard Burrs or your Kelly Lofflers from Georgia, who, of course, they sold their stocks after they were told about the coming COVID crisis that was mm. uh, eminent. And then they didn't tell their constituents. Right. But it's several, several, uh, again, one fifth of all people in Congress that includes the House and the Senate who they have stake in companies mm-hmm. that benefit from not just legislation that's in the House or the Senate, but specifically is in their committees. Right. And that means, you know, committees are very powerful. Yes. They determine what goes to the floor of the House of Representatives or to the floor of the Senate. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a committee and you know what company is about to get a big old boost from specific bill that's that you are literally writing, right. oof, that's the biggest conflict of interest I've ever seen. Absolutely. And of course, to get in those committees, for those that don't know, what you have to do is bring the most amount of money to the RNC or the DNC. Right. And that's how you receive those committee chairs. It's Pelosi's not because you're the, it. Pelosi's very good at it, as well as many other people. Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham. I also realized with Lindsey Graham and this abortion stance, perhaps he wants to run for president and his stance would get him 10 percent <sighs> in a Republican primary. Yes. So those individuals that are the most um, partisan, the most divisive, are making the most amount of money, puts them on these committees, and within those committees, the corporations write the laws, they then sign off on it and move their holdings around accordingly. The New York Times analysis found 97 lawmakers or their family members bought or sold financial assets over a three-year span in industries that could be affected by their legislative work. Travis, you mentioned the airline shutdown or the air traffic controller strike in the 80s, also the teacher strikes that was occurring in the 80s and the 60s. Ronald Reagan completely disrupted all of those supposedly independent entities, obviously more with the teachers than the federal aviation workers. But there was something 
that people felt they had control over in their lives previously that unions provided that now they no longer have. And that's why teachers, they're devastated. They work their asses off, don't get paid. They have to buy their own crayons. And now they have to be worried about being shot in school as well or being armed while teaching, which I can't (laughs) imagine is something that many of them intended to have happen when they were going to get their teaching degree. Well, you mentioned aviation. According to this article by the New York Times, one trade by the wife of Representative Alan Lowenthal, he's a Democrat out of uh, California, was especially striking. His disclosure statement said that he had sold Boeing shares on March 5th, 2020. That was one day before a House committee on which he sits mm. released released damaging findings on the company's handling of its 737 MAX jet. So he got rid of the shares because he's in the committee and he's like, no, no, they're in trouble. And he called his wife and he's like, big Pamela. Yeah, I know. Big is your nickname. Um, Sell the stocks, baby. That's insider trading. How is that legal? It's illegal if we would do it. They sit on these committees, as we mentioned, and make legislation based upon their own economic needs. And then we wonder why people are getting screwed constantly one of the bright spots potentially when it comes to a railroad strike that was exceptionally close to happening involving 50,000 engineers and conductors uh, evidently they have reached a tentative deal now what was so disgusting about these negotiations so the agreement was between the two major freight rail operators and two large unions the brotherhood of locomotive engineers and trainmen and smart transportation division highlights the labor movement's growing influence under this administration. Now, this agreement, Joe Biden says, is a big win for America. Again, will it be enough for these workers not to strike? This is tentative right now. It would be 50,000 workers striking because, as Travis alluded to, and I believe Fernando as well, the CEO pay has gone up exponentially while the workers' pay has stayed stagnant. We also are dealing with inflation, which means $7 10 years ago ain't $7 today. Absolutely not. This is the beginning of a potential victory for labor unions somewhat when it comes to transportation. But I just think it's an important reminder when people do threaten to strike that they do have the power. Right. And I know it would suck. It would be a colossal pain in the ass for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But we need to stand by one another and realize an inconvenience in the short term is much It's worth it if you think about the convenience in the long term when workers are actually happy, they want to be there, Mm -hmm. they're taking care, they care about their jobs, and they have a reason to smile as opposed to just scream at you as you're on your Amtrak train. And that's also with Amtrak, we've seen multiple derailments. Mm -hmm. People are overworked and they're tired. There's a lack of education. Uh, and also, there's a lack of infrastructure. Well, they'll have old ass maps. We're like, yeah, we go over this all the time. They're like, that's now officially a high school. <laughs> well, that's that's what's really important about what you just discussed, Ben. It isn't just about inflation, because yes, their pay matters. But apparently, this strike isn't really focused on pay. Pay is the least of their issues. Apparently, they don't get time off. They they work completely unscheduled. Uh, like they work uh, crazy shifts with. No no schedules. They're mm-hmm. just on call 24 hours a day right. if you're an engineer. That's insane. It's insane. And they take care of lives. These are human beings on these right. trains. 
We'll get to planes full of human beings here in a second that DeSantis sent over to Martha Vineyard. But I want to feel safe. I feel safer in a plane right now than a train, and I don't really feel safe in a plane. <laughs> These are the people, again, that literally make our country run. And I know we've talked about it before on this show, just in terms of Amazon warehouses, uh, unionizing and everything. That This all ties together, right? I mean, right. again, Amazon's slowly becoming one of the largest employers in the nation. So they see the danger where if a little Amazon factory in uh, Alabama or Mississippi unionizes, well, then it could start happening in every single Amazon plant all over the nation. And if right. this is the largest employer in the nation, then all of a sudden you've got the largest workforce that is unionizing in the nation and they become a true force to be reckoned with right. and certainly a political force, as was the case uh, decades and decades ago when, you know, again, labor unions and Democrats really drove a lot of politics, even in swing states like my home state of Ohio. It's just unbelievable what a myth trickle down was. You mm. can't pry this money from their cold, dead hands Absolutely like Charleston not. Heston said about his gun when he spoke at the NRA days after <laughs> Columbine. I mean. It is, what are they so afraid of? Why are they fighting tooth and nail? Why is Bezos spending millions and millions and millions of dollars? Bezos, unfortunately, is only the second wealthiest man oh, in, no. in the world. Now oh. he lost out to somebody else, but he was hanging out with Roger Goodell at the football game yesterday, so don't worry about it. Football in space. <laughs> think about it, Roger. Whoa, think about the field goals. <laughs> they can go for miles and miles and miles. I think it's literally Space Jam or the end of Coneheads. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> you went there. Yeah, I did go there. Ben goes oh, there. Wow. <laughs> is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. If there was a strike at the railways, 40% of our goods that are shipped long distance rely on the nation's rail system. Agriculture, automotive, chemical, packaging, industrial parts. We are more mm -hmm. united. We are more connected than any of these corrupt politicians want to make it seem. What happens in some random plant in Nebraska affects our shelves in California, mm -hmm. in Wisconsin, in New York, in Texas, in Florida. We're all connected. And we saw that during the pandemic, you know, um, I know when Travis crashed my truck, which I know he loves when I mention that, <laughs> but I, I, I go to the shop and they were like, we don't have the parts. No parts, senor. No Sorry. parts. It yeah. took six weeks. They're like, could have had it done yesterday, but it's going to take six weeks because of all of these issues right. with the supply chain. And I think the one thing that we did learn from COVID was when people were out of work, I think they did have a chance to sit, think and realize I'm getting treated horribly. 
Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to go to work maybe a little too earlier than I wanted, maybe earlier than I wanted to put my life literally on the line mm-hmm. and just get treated like a cog in a dirty ass machine. Well, you see the pay go. It's not that people are, I don't care that people get paid more than others. I'm sure that some people do. It's difficult to be a CEO, I guess. I don't know, but I guarantee you it's more difficult to be the engineer. I, I, I think it's more difficult to be the barista or the server working for them for yeah, sure. I agree. I agree. So I, the working class people in this country, they just need to come together. They need to uh, let these corporate overlords know they're done. They're fed up and put our put our individual differences aside for the greater whole. Because if I again, we live in the society where I don't want five hundred dollars. If that means Tom's going to mm. get five hundred dollars, I hate Tom. <laughs> it's all good. That's just put it aside. Unionize. Exactly. Little petty differences are what they are, but you all need to just get together, create the massive critter ball that you can mm-hmm. and start running down these people and demand equal amounts of pay for your work. It's not that complicated and it's only here. Union support is only at almost 70 percent because these corporations have consistently fucked over the working class. For the past mm-hmm. 40 years. It's their fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. And now I'm not going to be, we're not going to be blamed for people unionizing. And when I see people on strike, if it means I can't go into uh, Sephora that day, which I always go into Sephora. <laughs> you, you love you those love Sephora. <laughs> I said, go after it. I don't care. I'll be slightly inconvenienced. I'll move on. I'll be just fine. Right. Get your rights. I want my workers to be happy. Let's piss in the pickles. Mm. A rising tide. Wendy's. What is it? Yeah. A rising tide raises all boats. I Absolutely. There was well, also, and that's, I know going. that's, we're going to get to it here soon, but that's the tragic thing that they're keeping everyone divided in all these culture wars, right? Yep. These, these quote unquote, these culture politics, when really at the end of the day, the worker out in rural America has more in common with the struggling worker in inner city America than they'd yes, ever they have with any of these corporate overlords who are keeping their thumbs on everybody's necks. Absolutely. It was one thing I mentioned on side stories with people who mourning the queen. She hates you. Absolutely. She looks at you like you're a roach. She really hated me. I wasn't even allowed. I wouldn't be allowed to work at the palace, Ben, because of my skin color. They think, what was it? uh, What's the name? Markle? Markle? Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. They think she's like super black. Yeah, she ruined that. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Anyway, according to the American Apparel and Footwear Association, just lastly, 25% of all apparel and footwear they typically touch the rail lines. So it goes from shoes, it goes to your car, it goes to what you wear on your feet and you put on your head and you wear on your shoulders. So hopefully uh, this deal helps the workers and um, the Consumer Brands Association says the Biden administration's effort to avoid a strike will keep ingredients, inputs, commodities, and finished products moving. And this should, should just be, again, the beginning because these people need uh, to be treated with more dignity. And as Bernie Sanders pointed out, there is legislation and was legislation that he voted against that would just force people who want to unionize to take the deal, Ugh. literally making wow. it not a union. Right. You can't force someone to take a deal and pretend like, see, there's been two sides to this. Right. That's a, uh, you know, I'm always very quick to talk shit about our former governor, John Kasich, but that was one of the worst things he did that not only did he get punished for uh, from the electorate, they actually put it on the, the state ballot and voted against it. But he tried to take away uh, 
unions from the table, from just having a, a say. Basically, right. they're trying to, I believe, the bargaining rights. They tried to take away the bargaining rights. And there was a Senate Bill 5 that he signed immediately. And uh, the Republicans paid the consequences for that. And, and Ohio unions rightfully got their bargaining rights back. Mm-hmm. But that was yep. the deal. They were like, well, if we can't reach a deal that we want with them, we'll just take away their rights to bargain at all. And mm. that is just spitting right in the face of the majority of Americans. Well, there's more of us than there is of them. What what I really like about this and ever, what I've would have taken away from our conversation right now is uh, I grew up on Shining Time Station. I don't know if you guys, was that the name of the show with George oh, Carlin? Lo- yes, yeah, Shining yeah. Time Station. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've got uh, George Carlin there in a kid's show, which you'd really would have never happened except anywhere but PBS. Yeah, <laughs> right. the, seven de- the seven words you can't say, poopy. Poopy. <laughs> Booby. <laughs> Booby, can't say that. <laughs> yeah, you can fart. <laughs> fart, that's really bad. But I, you know, watching that when I was a kid, they had a very anti-union sentiment. They would say that the unions were kind of like crying babies, and sure. and so I'm I'm glad when you said 47 percent of Republicans. I'm glad that 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 number is growing. I'm glad we're seeing the reality that unions is is yes. us working together. And I think during that time period. There may be some truth to that as there well. There was corruption. These things yeah. are fluid. Yes. It's just this is the situation we're in now. Any beast too big is a bad beast. Exactly. And then, of course, you know, they demonize people who have jobs that are attempting to do extra work. Just tangentially, there was a Detroit police officer who was forced to uh. resign because she had an OnlyFans page. I don't give a shit. You know, okay, maybe she had to do that. Also, (laughs) why not? She's cute. Right. She's hot. She's super hot. And uh, (laughs) so I think the police unions, which are strong unions and an example of nefarious unions in many ways, right? They will will defend the Derek Chauvin's of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm talking unions of the working class. Of the people, again, Amazon, the candle factory in Kansas, where those individuals died because they weren't allowed in Kentucky because those individuals weren't allowed to leave during a tornado because you got to get your candles. Otherwise, my house isn't going to smell like an elm tree. (laughs) But there was this cop um, and she was fired because she had an OnlyFans. I said, leave her alone. The union should stand up for her. But of course, they're too busy in that case standing up for officers who abuse their power. So again, there's two sides to every coin. You can't be blanket 100% all the time. But when it comes to powerful unions, you could definitely argue the police union is exceptionally powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate that the people that they arrest at the job sites and the people that they detain who are going to work don't have the same rights that they do. And sadly, again, many, many officers vote for politicians who want to shatter unions Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a complex, moving situation, fluid, mm-hmm. but without a doubt, workers need their rights in this country. Well, and that's what's so surprising. You hear about a police officer fired for a a side hustle, basically, right. as opposed to all the police officers who should be fired for all the <laughs> innocent people they murder. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my actual God. hustle, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. 
When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. All right. Well, let's move on to a story that is just absolutely heartbreaking. We have quite a bit of sound to play because I feel like we can just hear this out of the horse's mouth to set it up. Governor Ron DeSantis, again, a man who wants to run for president, uh, although Donald Trump has said he will run again no matter (sighs) what. Uh, Even if he's indicted, he said there's going to be some big violence. Maybe we'll play that clip a little bit later. I don't know. This is what DeSantis wants to do to show that he's tough on immigration. But again, these immigrants that are being shipped up to Martha's Vineyard have more in common with you and me than with Ron DeSantis. Absolutely. Than we have Mm -hmm. with Ron DeSantis. I promise you that. So they paid an aviation company $615,000 as a part of a new Florida program to relocate undocumented immigrants. The entire program cost $12 million. That's insane. Taxpayer dollars. Taxpayer dollars. Taxpayer dollars, which sucks. That's why I hate fucking taxes, because Mm -hmm. you see what they go for. And (laughs) you're just like, my God, we're all complicit. Right. Every dollar that we send to the government. They use it as they will. This is why, again, voting matters, especially on the local level. So let's just play this sound from Ron DeSantis first. A question was asked regarding what's going on with the migrants that he's sending up to Martha's Vineyard. This is his response. And then I want to play. It's a longer clip, but I just think it's super important. A clip from a gal, a woman, a lawyer who is discussing just how wrong and awful what the government did. Let's play uh, DeSantis spewing bullshit. So what we're doing is, and so we got the $12 million for the legislature, thanks to these guys. And honestly, I have to say on a bipartisan way, almost every Democrat voted for our $12 million for relocation. They're complaining now, but they all voted for it. Um, we, we were, so we've done stuff in the panhandle. But what we found is we haven't seen any major movements of people into Florida like big caravans. The only caravans we saw were people that had H-2A visas. Well, those are obviously legal workers. So we've interdicted people on a onesie-twosie basis. And we said, okay, so we've had people in Texas for months trying to figure out how are these people getting into Florida? What's the movement? And the reality is 40% of them say they want to go to Florida. And so that's a lot when we talk about all those people. But the problem is that they're coming in through with like three people in a car and they go through. It's hard for us to know because they're just coming into the state like any other car. So there's not a big movement. So they've been in Texas identifying people that are trying to come to Florida and then offering them free transportation to sanctuary jurisdictions. And so they went from Texas to Florida to Martha's Vineyard in the flight. There's also going to be buses and there will likely be more flights. But I'll tell you this. Uh, the legislature gave me $12 million. We're going to spend every penny of that Thank to you. make sure that we're protecting the people of the state of Florida. Oh, wow. He's Jesus, a what a hero. He is a smug shit smudge on the stain of this country and a stain 
on this country. Let's play this clip. It's about four minutes. Um, I think we can. I don't know. I think it's just important. Maybe we can stop halfway through and discuss. But this is what they actually did. Right. This is despite his cute tongue in cheek. We're just giving him a little flight to Martha's Vineyard. Onesie twosies. There's something about packing up people of a class and sending them elsewhere. Mm, My German sensibilities are tingling. Right. What did we (laughs) used to do with busing people to other like, oh, my God, what did we do with the Japanese? (sighs) It is. And then the way that he can do it with glee, with no concern over what these people are going through. Right. It's just disgusting. All because, again, he wants to smell the seat that other presidents have farted on in the White House. <laughs> Let's play this woman. Her name is Rachel Self, and she is an attorney, and she is discussing what actually took place. Drive last night, make it clear that they were lied to again and again and fraudulently induced to board the planes. They were told there was a surprise present for them and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived. This was obviously a sadistic lie. Not only did those responsible for this stunt know that there was no housing and no employment awaiting the migrants, they also very intentionally chose not to call ahead to any single office authority on Martha's Vineyard so that even the most basic human needs arrangements could be made. Can you pause it for a second? You know what this reminds me of is Fire Festival. Oh, this is Ron DeSantis's. Oh, this is Ron DeSantis's Fire Festival, and That's the great. man behind the Fire Festival is in prison. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Ron DeSantis is the Jaw Rule of politicians. Congratulations. Well, it's the white, it's the other the, dude, it's yeah. the other dude. But yeah, Jaw was the face. I don't think he fully understood how corrupt everything was going to be. <laughs> but anyway, let's just continue on. Ensuring that no help awaited the migrants at all was the entire point. They were provided with a cartoonishly simple map of Martha's Vineyard and the United States and a brief brochure containing snippets from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts website and instructions to change their address with USCIS when they relocated. This is especially troubling as anyone with even the most basic understanding of the immigration proceedings knows that USCIS was not the agency with whom the migrants would have to record their addresses and has nothing to do with their cases in any way. It is clear that this was an intentional attempt to ensure that these migrants were removed in absentia when they failed to change their address with the proper agency. This was a purposeful derailment designed to prevent people from complying with federal immigration policies. This is problematic because the state should not be interfering with federal immigration policy. Just pause it for a second. Wow. It reminds me of someone who holds somebody captive and drugs them and does not give them the layout of a house (sighs) as they try to escape. They purposely put in place things that they knew were going to hinder their ability to legally try to settle in this country, a country that is not full. I, I mean, mean, that the purposeful nature, yeah. the, 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 it is so disgusting. Mm-hmm. And you can see these pieces of bloated shit laughing as they create these cartoonish maps. Literally, the map 
is a map of the United States you'd see in a kindergarten classroom yes. with a line that goes from Florida to Martha's Vineyard. That's it. To Martha's <laughs> oh God, Vineyard. So stupid. That's it. It's the dumbest thing yeah. ever. And then for them to purposely tell people to register with a uh, agency that they know has no clout or position in this situation, this is criminal. It and and expensive. And the worst part is these are again these are immigrants, so they don't understand the laws. They don't think they don't know how any of this works. Right. So you're just gonna you see a guy in a uniform or a guy in a suit give you instructions. You're gonna follow them. And again, they're like, well, they had an option. And if you have a gun to my head and ask for my wallet, I really don't. Right. Right. Right, right. This reminds me, I mean, I, I, obviously, we. I want to hear the rest of this clip. I know it's yeah. four minutes, but um, it reminds me of what we talked about last show. Fernando mentioned about the DACA uh, yes. recipients, mm-hmm. right? It, it's almost like they got tricked, too, right? Give us all your information, and you'll be by the book. And uh, yes, give us your updated address. It's all by the book. And then they, the government, again, turned around on those immigrants and, and used that information to find them and punish them. It's unbelievable. Uh, also, when it comes to uh, the name of the fire festival guy, the fraudster was Billy McFarland. That's who it was. Oh, oh. Billy. Yeah. Absolutely. I just like throwing in a good Ja Rule diss. I, <laughs> I love it. Why, what do you got against Ja Rule? I love him. There was that five minute track back from the early 2000s where it was just all rappers dissing on Ja Rule. So, uh, you know what? Well, they're just jealous. <laughs> all right. Let's continue on with Miss Self. Before they boarded the planes, the migrants were processed by agents of the Department of Homeland Security who listed falsified addresses on the migrants' paperwork. Agents apparently chose random homeless shelters all across the country from Washington to Florida to list the migrants' mailing addresses, even when told by the migrants that they had no address in the U.S. According to the paperwork provided to them, the migrants are required to check in with ICE office nearest to the fake address chosen for them by DHS or be permanently removed from the United States, with some required to check in as early as this coming Monday. It could not be clearer that this is an attempt to ensure that these people are ordered removed even as they try as hard as they can to comply with the instructions provided to them. There is no other reason to list as someone's mailing address a homeless shelter in Tacoma, Washington, Mm. when they ship him to Massachusetts. It is sickeningly cruel, throwing obstacles in the way of people fleeing violence and oppression, some of whom walked through 10 countries in the hopes of finding safety. It is shameful and inhuman. Many of these victims were deprived of medical care despite clear existing injuries. These are human beings who were deprived of basic human rights. To the people who find themselves, these wonderful people who find themselves plane wrecked on our island, I have a message for all of them. You are not alone. We have your backs. We are proud to be here for you. And we've got you. If the intention of those who perpetrated this horrendous act was to create a crisis, you have failed. Their demeanor is kind, their demeanor is grateful, and their demeanor is just that they wanna be doing everything right. Their biggest concern today is that many of them have dates to appear in San Antonio Monday morning, Tacoma, Mm. Washington Monday morning, Washington DC Monday morning. 
You tell me how that's possible. We will be exploring all civil and criminal legal options to hold the perpetrators accountable and to prevent this injustice from repeating itself. All right. Wow. Many of these people from Venezuela, again, they're one point that I think is so important to remember is when Donald Trump mentioned how rapists are crossing the border, mm-hmm. rapists are doing great in places like Venezuela. <laughs> you know, these people are fleeing. These true. people are fleeing. Right. These, the people that are criminals want to stay right. because they're right. like, this is kind of sweet. Yeah, I have a cartel. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> kind of get away with anything I want to do. These people are fleeing. No, other, if you are a true sociopathic person you don't just go 10 10 countries away to just go to another country and be on the lowest rung possible Mm -hmm. absolutely obviously they would have more power where they're at these people are refugees and that's how Mm -hmm. we need to start seeing them and it's just been it's just really heartbreaking and i think that woman really laid out just how horrible it all is. Again, as DeSantis take his presser into consideration, the smile and the smugness he He's had laughing, the entire time. Everyone's they right, come from laughing. Mexico. They come from uh, Texas to Florida. We just send him over to Martha's Vineyard. That man needs to be punched in the fucking head mm-hmm. by his wife during <laughs> intimate coitus. Okay, is that better? You can't. No. Have, I'm not asking for violence. No, I'm just saying, Miss right. DeSantis, choke your husband out a little bit. <laughs> you, you see him where he sleeps. <laughs> It's just so antithesis to what we learned growing up about what this country is supposed to be. And again, they're not talking about Canadians flooding over from Canada, which that's where we need the wall in the northern border. Right. It's even an antithesis to what they want this country to be. If this country is supposed to be a Christian country, this is not Christian like. You know, I hate citing the Bible because it's a fantasy book. It's just like me citing Harry Potter. But in Harry Potter slash the Bible, they say, welcome all foreigners, you know, welcome a a guest as you would yourself. Absolutely. So this is not Christian like this is not American like. It's not not only is it not Christian like, but yeah, not American like. I mean, I hope these Republicans never use the Statue of Liberty in any of their ads ever again, because the Statue of Liberty, it, you know, it has a quote down there. It has a poem and it doesn't Mm -hmm. say, give me your poor, you're tired, you're downtrodden and fly him to Martha's Vineyard as a fun prank. It's not what it says. Absolutely not. And this is why voting matters, as we mentioned. And speaking of immigrants, if you look at what's going on in the Pennsylvania race, Dr. Oz and Doug Mastriano, both immigrants to uh, Pennsylvania. As a matter of fact, the Republican candidate for Pennsylvania governor was reportedly registered to vote in New Jersey until last year. Oh, my God. And Dr. Oz, of Jersey course, Jersey boy, what are you same. doing out here? Go home. Oh, man. Mastriano. John. John- John Fetterman should fly them to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but it's that kind of hypocrisy with the carpetbagger politician that is Mastriano, that is Dr. Oz, that, again, just makes the backdrop right now of this country so um, difficult to digest. Mm-hmm. And these culture wars aren't solving any problems. Mm-mm. They're only right. making bigger ones. And all it does is turn citizen against citizen. And Travis, you are completely correct. We have more in common with those people on those buses, on those planes, than we do with Ron DeSantis, than we do with Doug Mastriano or Dr. Oz, and certainly than we do with Donald Trump. Just lastly, violence, violence in the streets. This is the most, this is the current um, threat coming from Trump world. I'm so scared. 
You know what? <laughs> it is a little scary, though. To be honest with you, it is a little scary because his right. fans G- are fucking lunatics. There's right. not. G- I'm going to stick with it. We outnumber them by too many. We They're old. They're all on Facebook then. Stephen Paddock, Stephen Paddock outnumbered that entire concert. Right. Oh, and he gosh. was, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, that yeah. is the fact. Right. right? Well, January, in January 6th. January 6th was a, a test run. Absolutely. So this is Donald Trump. On Hugh Hewitt's show. Now, Hugh oh, Hewitt, Hugh Hewitt. It's a Hugh recount. Hugh. It's a <laughs> Hugh's Hugh of Hugh's Hewitt. The only Hugh that'll ever matter in media is Hugh Downs. Well, oh, God. 2020. Bless you Hugh Downs. He and Bubba Wubba. Bubba. They were fantastic. <laughs> Hugh Hewitt's a hack. He's a partisan hack. And if you would have told Hugh Hewitt that he has signed on to all the things that Donald Trump has been a part of 20 years ago, I would think that he would have said, that sounds like a Democrat to me. Mm. I don't think I'd do that. But these people... They're all such grifters and hucksters and toads in the pool as the temperature slowly heats up that now they're actively calling for or at least allowing room for a potential civil war. Now, again, what does that look like? I think it's (laughs) I think it is more like what we saw in Afghanistan, what we saw in Iraq. I think it's acts of individual terrorism, which is interesting, which is scarier. It is scarier Mm, in many ways, which is interesting because now the DHS. They're about to spend almost $700,000 investigating radicalization in yeah. gaming, <laughs> in gaming, <laughs> not, in, not in real life. You know, it's they're just- looking at radicalization <laughs> in video games as opposed yes. to radicalization on cue boards. And My it's God. like, how are they this fucking stupid? It's Look so out, wild. Holden. Watch out, Holden McNeely. Holden I know. Haters. Hold I, on. Holden, you've been charged with 4,050 murders. <laughs> I was just playing Call of Duty. In, murders. Listen. Also, we noticed that you killed a lot of Nazis when you played Modern Warfare's World War II. We like them now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I was going to say. You uh, killed the zombies in Call of Duty. So I don't even know where they're going with this. It's so, crazy. You killed the Nazi zombies. You so, killed them. So talk about taking the eye off the ball, because we're going to play this Trump clip here really okay. quick. But talk about the t- taking their eye off the ball. The Department of Homeland Security has awarded $700,000 to grant terrorism and security researchers to study the extremism of video games. <laughs> We're still doing this. Are we still doing this? <laughs> Tipper oh. Gore wins again, y'all. <laughs> yes, she does. But let's play Donald Trump on the heels of everything we've just talked about with workers getting paid less and working more, with migrants being dicked around in this country, with extremism coming from the highest political classes in this nation, let's play Donald Trump saying what will happen if he has a potential DOJ indictment on this douchebag Hugh Hewitt's shitty show. You you know the old saying, a prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich if they want to. I'm just asking, if there is such a prosecutor and they indict you, would that deter you from running for president again? I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. Mm. And as you know, if a thing like that happened... I would have no prohibition against running. You know that. You've already I do. And that's what I want people to understand. That would not take you out of the arena. It would not. But I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President? I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand for it. They will not, they will not sit still and stand for this ultimate of hoaxes. 
Oh, Lord. that was a terrorist threat. If I ever heard right. one, I mean, big, big problems, problem. yeah, big problems, yeah, big trouble, little China. It'd be like Kurt Russell. I'd be like Kurt Russell. I'd be in there, and I know karate, Hugh. I know karate. Oh my, a nation of forced birth, forced busing, potential acts of domestic terrorism for political mm-hmm. reasons. But don't worry, the DHS is on it. Mm. They're going to be studying what kind of video games you play. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, that's this week. But on a positive note, unions, they are getting more support than ever before. We got to write, mm-hmm. we got to write this ship mm-hmm. when it comes to um, workers, their rights, getting paid a fair living as they haven't had their wages go up and inflation has gone way up. Prices of goods have gone way up and they need to be treated better. And then the trickle down effect will be a little bit more joy when they mm-hmm. work. And they won't be constantly pissed off. Mm-hmm. And when you board a plane, they won't just yell at you. Maybe the stewardess or the steward will be more polite and happy to be mm-hmm. there. And for the most part, to be honest, they are very, very, very polite. But it all comes down to a mood. And perhaps we can just trickle down a little bit of happiness. And the way to do that is through the checkbook. Right. Give these people Absolutely. some money because it helps. It's just the way this country is. You know, I was watching some clip. They're like, if you step outside your front door, you're going to spend at least $20. Mm-hmm. Just you have to. Right. To get right. to a place, you know, bottle right. of water, whatever it might be. All yeah. right, everyone. So that's well, a positive, I, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's a positive. And obviously, as we embolden more people and empower more people, again, as we've said in this show many times, there's more of us than there are of them. Absolutely. And hopefully, more people, per our conversation with David Pepper and per what, what Ben and I have done, more people run for office. I mean, that's really what it comes down to local offices next year. State houses are, again, going to be very, very key in the years ahead. So, again, I, I also see things moving in a positive generation, a positive direction for this generation. We just got to get rid of these old farts. They all have to die. They all have to just die. <laughs> there you go. Go the way of the queen. It was just sad, though, because she died at 96 and Trump is like 70 something. Uh, and then Biden's there. And then Hugh Hewitt, uh. someone was like, send me 20 more. I can't. I'm not. I am not going to be King Charles. Uh. I'm not waiting until I'm 70 fucking 10. No, we're taking charge now. Also, I did just search Immigrant Union, which turns out it's a band from Australia. And uh, the man plays a harmonica. It's a psychedelic folk country band in Melbourne. So there you go. I guess. Wow. And I want to give some shout outs uh, to some top hat listeners who came to show us here in Ohio. Marissa and Grant, thanks for coming to the American Mayor screening at Studio 35. I hope one of you runs for office. Maybe both of you run for office someday. And uh, the other night, Andy, a top hat listener, showed up at um, a comedy show. I gave him a Killer Raccoon Stew poster. Again, there's more of us than there are of them. And there's more top hat listeners uh, at comedy shows these days. And it's really fun to see. Awesome. Well, that's fantastic. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Hang in there. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. 
That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.